Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. We've been talking for like a half hour, so I feel great. <laughs> I know, just nonstop, just yammering on for a half hour about all different types of things. I love it. It's it's mm-hmm. my favorite part of the week. Me too. Truly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always think okay, we have to get this done. Like we need to go and do it and we'll get it done. And then I remember like, no, we have at least 30 to 45 minutes of just pure bullshitting. <laughs> yep. Each time. Just catching up. Just, yeah, just a quick catch up. Because Jackie doesn't respond to text messages, which we were also talking about. <laughs> they make me so uncomfortable. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's all good. I, I'm... As we also talked about earlier, I crave attention. So text messages are like my bread and butter. I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to like debut some great jokes. You guys ready? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, today we're talking about season three, episode seven, nine pretty darn angry men. Darn it. They are angry. Darn it. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. We're doing an episode a bunch of dudes. Lots of dudes in this episode. Nine of them. A real sausage fest. Mm, it is. It is indeed. Uh, but before we get into the episode, we got to do the huge. We're going to do uh, some shout outs, right, Jack? Yeah. Sweet. You well, got one? Real quick, how's your week been? Oh, you know, it's been pretty good. It's been busy. It's been a very busy week. Uh, got a lot going on. Got a lot going on in my head, and but it's been good. Yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty good week. How about yours? It's been pretty good. I uh, started transitioning. I do. I, I work from home. I'm doing all teletherapy, but I've start my clinic opened up, so I've started going back in one day a week, oh. which was kind of nice. I it's nice to be around people, but then uh, at the same time. I'm just kind of filled with fear mm. when I'm near another person. And it's been months since I've seen my coworkers and a couple of seem it seems like they tried to attempt a hug and <laughs> I recoiled in fear. <laughs> oh, no, I know. You know, I know. So okay, so I've been going to work this whole time. Finally, some of the other therapists started to come in and you know, I mean they're therapists so they want to hug you right they want to talk to you and like be right in your face which normally i'm all about i'm like get in get in here let's (laughs) touch let's talk i love it (laughs) this time around i was like stop right there (laughs) thank you okay i need you to actually back up a little bit more and mm-hmm. put your fucking mask on. Thank you. <laughs> it's like when there's not a, a patient around, they just put their mask under their chin. And I'm like, I'm a person too. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it's it's like one of those things where you let your guard down immediately because you're like, oh, I know you and you don't mind. Actually, I ah, kind of do. Kind of do yeah. mind. You have eight children. 
I don't want to be anywhere near you. I don't know. <laughs> your your mother is living with you and she's at least 80. Why are you being so blasé? Come on. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be responsible for killing your mother. I know. <laughs> I think about that all the time. The, mm-hmm. Like the p- people that we are indirectly killing just by going to the grocery store. <laughs> I know. And it's all fucking grocery store workers. Those poor angels. God. Uh, <sighs> Speaking of mothers, I only just about two weeks ago, I only just finally told my mother that we are doing a podcast. Yes. And she, and she was shocked. And it was, I was just so excited about Kathy and Jimmy that mm-hmm. I just, and you know, she lives in Florida, so she's really far away from me and she's a little bit isolated and she's been sick. And I just wanted to I don't have anything going on, of course, because I don't leave the house. Uh, None of us do. (laughs) So I wanted to just share some news that might make her feel excited. So I was like, hey, hey, turns out I've been doing this podcast for almost a year. And (laughs) last week I got to talk to Kathy and Jimmy. Can you believe it? And uh, I thought she's a mom. She doesn't know what podcasts are. She's not going to listen to this. But she started listening to them. And that terrified me. I was like, she listened to the first two episodes and she's like, it's so good. I'm so proud of you. And I was like, yeah, wait till she gets to the poop episode. Um, I was like, just, you know, hang tight. I'm sure it's you're going to be very disappointed. You know, there's a lot of uh, conversations around poop and uh, mammal ejaculate. But she's up to episode seven and she loves it. I've never, I mean, I've never, she's, I feel very loved by her and she's proud of everything I do, but I feel like this is the most proud she's ever been. More than me going to grad school, more than me getting married, which she's very proud of. I feel like this has just, you know, she gets to, she doesn't get to see me because we're Mm -hmm. in quarantine, but she gets to hear us Yeah, and she seems to really love it. And so that was she called me this week just to tell me how much she loves the podcast, and that really warmed my heart. But then Will was saying that his mother, my mother-in-law, started listening to the podcast, what? and I was like, I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't want to. I, I don't want to know. I'm scared. I don't want to know. And she's up to episode nine, and. I was like, oh, God, is she? She's been through a lot already. (laughs) I was like, is she upset? I'm sorry. Tell her I'm sorry. I don't want to know. Right. And he was saying that she really likes it. And she was really liking how um, just how we kind of do all these deep dives on the characters and their backgrounds. Mm And Mm -hmm. um, it it sounded like she was saying she's never seen the show, but she likes how we present the characters so much that now she doesn't want to watch the show because she doesn't want the image we've created (laughs) in her mind to be ruined, like reading a book and seeing the movie, you know? Wow. I know. Like, oh my God, thank God. So now I've gone back and started listening to all the episodes since the beginning just to follow along with them and just (sighs) try and prepare myself for what they're about to get into. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Remember the insane things we've said. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. So much 
poop talk. There's I like a, an episode where we just talk about people going down on you and how it looks <laughs> like a, a Navy SEAL that. coming out of the swamp. And uh, there's one episode that's just a lot of talk about first time tug jobs. And <laughs> so if my mom and if my mother-in-law have made it this far, I love you both, and I I hope you still love me. I'm sorry for all the cussing and <laughs> all of the really dirty humor. Honestly, I didn't think anyone would ever listen to this, so right. um, I'm sorry. And no more cussing from now on. Get that right the fuck out of your head because that's not happening. <laughs> I know it's, it's impossible, but <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but that's that really so warmed amazing. my heart. Yeah, yeah, that's so amazing. So I, I knew that your mom had listened because she sent me a, an amazing email. So I opened it up. It was so kind. And I thought, oh, my God, this is so nice. She's actually listening to it because, like, you know, my mom and my dad, they, they've they known about the podcast since the very beginning, but they don't give a fuck. They're like, oh, that's that's nice, sweetie. <laughs> And I thought I thought I'd be like a podcast and it would just be an automatic like, I don't know what that is, but good for you. You're doing something. Right, right. And, uh, you know, they're just like, okay, cool. Well, every time I tell my dad, he's like, I want to make a podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) you don't even know how to use your fucking phone. There's no way I'm going to try and teach you how to make a podcast. We will murder each other. It's not (laughs) happening. So so uh, it's nice that there is actually, you know, like uh, you're. Will's mom and your mom are actually listening and enjoying it. And that's so sweet. Like, it's like a form of support, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm still guarded in my excitement. I'm still waiting for her to get to who knows what we've said. I'm waiting for her to get to an episode and her just be like, Jackie, that's not funny. But (laughs) we'll see. Well, I beg to differ, but but okay, that's fine. You don't have to think it's funny. <laughs> she did say uh, she was just like, Amy's laugh is so amazing. I mean, it is gold. She must just be so high. And I was like, she's not. That's no. what it sounds like all the time. She's like, it's amazing. How does she laugh that much? I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happened. I feel like it's gotten progressively more insane. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I love your laugh so much. My favorite version of your laugh is where it sounds like you're choking. It gets real (laughs) guttural. (sighs) It's it's a gift from God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, God. I, you know, that... That's good because, I mean, I would, if I had to listen to my laugh, I'd be like, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't listen to my laugh. But, you know, when it's your own voice and your own laugh, you know, all that, you don't really hear it. But when other people hear it, it's just, I, I do, I've noticed recently I was, I, I don't know where I was. I was around people. That was rare. But I was laughing and I could just see people like straighten up a little bit and kind of like do a do a turn like what what is this woman laughing at (laughs) what could possibly be that funny (laughs) did somebody fall down i know no it's probably something stupid my friend probably said something probably my friend probably made fun of me and it was like 
Good one. You got good. <laughs> anyway, I love that your mom loves it and that Will's mom loves it. And <laughs> thank you for listening. If you're still here, right. If you're still listening, you know, if you've yeah. made it to this point, cause we're almost at, I don't know. We're, we're almost at 50 episodes. I think if we uh, haven't already passed it, I, I thought we were past it. Hold on. Yeah, we might be. Oh no. We're close though. Ooh. This this very episode is episode 49. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I can't wait until 50. We're probably not gonna do anything different, but it's gonna be number 50. So I that's know. exciting. 50 episodes. Woo! All right, Jack, listen. Let's do shout outs. Yes! I have Yay. one all ready to go. Hmm. Do you? Yes. Mine comes from iTunes. Ooh. A blessed review from Katie VRF. And the subject is Amy is gross. <laughs> and the body says, Jackie is right. Peeing in the pool is nasty. <laughs> Thank you, Katie VRF. And I, 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 I'm not. Listen. You pee in Faith's pool as much as you want. That's fine. (laughs) I swear to God, most people I've ever talked to, I just pee in the pool like it's normal. I've I've always been the outlier, but it's just been kind of really nice to get messages from so many people saying, I don't pee in the pool. That's crazy. So I appreciate that uh, because most of the people I talk to do pee in the pool. So it's nice to know that I'm not alone. I I felt like I was going crazy, but. (laughs) I know I'm such a gaslighter. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Of course, of course I pee in the pool. What's wrong with you? Everyone has said that. (laughs) Everyone I've talked to for years has said that. Yeah, pee in the pool. Apparently not because I just keep getting slammed by people who are super mad that I peed in a pool. Peed. P-E-E-D. I don't do it anymore, all right? Past tense. Past tense. I went in a pool last weekend and I didn't pee in it. I went out. I got out of the pool like some peasant. And you I went. did? Yes. And I peed in her yard. <laughs> just like I said I would. <laughs> I have to say, it is the worst feeling to get out of a pool. You're cold. And then you go to a bathroom and you have to peel you have to peel off your bathing suit if you're wearing a one piece like I always wear a one piece of course so then you're just sitting naked and cold in somebody's <laughs> bathroom slick it is a terrible wet. feeling slick wet you're you're yeah. just you're head to toe you're dripping everywhere you're like I'm gonna fall on my fucking face and break an ankle as I'm walking on this tile no mm-hmm. so no I did it in the yard it actually she has an outside um an outside shower so i just pissed right in that and i let the water run over me and i was just like smart there you go i'm gonna kill all your grass well there over. you go that's a happy <laughs> medium you get to uh be outside and pee in water but it's not in a pool it's in a shower outside but the worst part is getting out of the pool for me yeah. it's not because i'm cold it's because all of a sudden gravity hits you and then it's mm-hmm. like i'm getting hit by a dump truck worth of weight i'm always just like trying to get out of the pool climbing up the steps it's like 50 pounds and then another 50 pounds and then and then finally you're at your full weight and you're like jesus christ how do i carry around this tank all day getting out of a pool is like 
remembering a really embarrassing memory from middle school. It just, <laughs> it's weight on you instantly. Instantly. You're, it would be like what I imagine what it would be like to walk out on the surface of Mars. Like, isn't it, there the, less gravity there? Is there more oh, gravity there? God damn it. Please tell me I'm not wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm I wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. Hold on. But it is it is awful because you get out, everyone's in the pool, so you're higher than everyone else. It's like you're on a catwalk, but you're bloated and wet and cold and everyone's <laughs> staring at you. Bloated, right. Oh, God damn it. It is less. What planet has more gravity than us? Jupiter. Jupiter. I think. It's I don't like uh, walking on Jupiter. Right. Just uh, <laughs> edit that in. It is like walking on Jupiter, Amy. <laughs> The opposite of Mars. <laughs> no, you know what? You can all know how dumb I actually am. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I have no shout outs because fuck everybody who has ruined <laughs> peeing in the pool for me. I blame you all. And I hope you and your precious pee holes are safe and sound in whatever pool you're in. But your rin is definitely in the pool that you're in. Ooh. <laughs> That was good. Thank Did you. you just think of that? That came, that was off the cuff, baby. Ooh. <laughs> That's our next t shirt. That's our first t shirt. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I love it. Uh, for the summer. For this, just for like a summer tea. Mm-hmm. It's all about pissing in the pool. Um, it's going to be a mesh tank top. Oh, yes. I love that. Crop top, a mesh tank top, crop top. And it's a deep V. It's just a vest, a crop. <laughs> mesh vest <laughs> and on one side it on one side it says urine is and on the other side it says in the pool that you're in <laughs> perfect that sounds really good i think that'll look really no. good one side is urine is the other side is in the pool that and on the back it says uh urine. in urine <laughs> perfect i love it it's gonna look really good mm-hmm. just like our pins speaking of which because uh, mm. we have to do Patreon shout outs which uh, we so we ordered some really amazing escuchame pins and mm-hmm. and who designed that that was Katie VRF the, the <gasps> butthole who just called me out on iTunes so thank Katie, you Katie <laughs> go you <laughs> they are amazing she did, she did a great job so they came out like teensy they look like an inchworm and they're so fucking cute. And I thought, we got it. Let's give these to our $5 tier patrons. And we also have made our $10 tier, since we're not doing the live podcast anymore, our $10 tier is you get our Escuchame teeny pin and our logo pin. You know, logo pin. Logo. Or, oh, yeah, pin. But. It's limited quantities. Right now, I think we have like 13 or 12 left in each tier. So uh, I'm like, maybe they'll be sold out. I'm doubtful, but they might be (laughs) by the time this episode (laughs) comes out. Wishful thinking. I'm going to put it out to the universe. (laughs) But they're super duper cute. So with that said, we did get some patron uh, people who joined us. And let's say hello to them. Are you ready? It's four new ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, um. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. All right. We got Chloe D. 
we've got Allison F. And you have a cat. <laughs> Allison does have a cat. Mm-hmm. They know what we like. Yes. We got John S. Naughty boy. You <laughs> don't use an H in your name. Just mm. J-O-N. That's super hip. You don't give a shit. Mm-mm. I don't give a shit Mm-mm. and I don't give an H. Mm-mm. You don't give a W. <laughs> what? I and then we have <laughs> Kara C or Kara C. Complicated name for a complicated person. Mm, so mysterious. Who knows? Mysterious. What so is your name and how mysterious. do you say it? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We are very excited. I'm going to be sending out pins. You know, whenever. You'll get them. <laughs> You'll get them eventually. <laughs> you will. You will get Wait a second. What? Remember when we did shout outs a few weeks ago and one was for Steve I? Yet. And then the other one was for somebody who had that uh, um, seductive picture of Hank as their mm-hmm. profile picture. Right. And they well, changed their name. They changed their name. It's Cuck Mangione. <laughs> I know. It's really good. <laughs> I just noticed that. What a brilliant name. Cuck Mangione. Extra shout out for you. Oh. Ooh. All right. Well, I love that Cuck Mangione name. And looking down the list again, uh, Claire C., Amy pointed out that you live in my city. Mm-hmm. And I said that one day, one day when we're allowed to go outside again, you can see, you'll see Jackie out and about and you should be like, oh, my God, it's Jackie from Ho oh Yeah Podcast. I can't believe it. <laughs> Claire won't know what I look like. I know you never put I'm going to wear a mask every day. It's I'm a, I'm always in disguise. Your essence will come through. Your your aura will come through. They'll be able to feel it. Claire, if you ever see me out by chance, please say hi. I would be so excited. Oh my god, I know that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ready for this? Stand up. Ready? Here we go. Season 3, episode 7. 9 pretty Darn angry men. <sighs> Air date 11 17 98. That's November 17th, 1998. We open on Hank, Dale, Boomhauer, and Bill hanging out, posted up, drinking some beers. Hank's on his lawnmower, and they're all discussing. Uh, that they're going to be attending an upcoming focus groups at six malls over Texas run. <laughs> was that one of your trivia questions? <laughs> that one was so weak. Whatever, Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, a focus group at six malls over Texas run by the manufacturer of Hank's favorite lawnmower. It's run by a, uh, Mason. It's the Mason 1500. Hank, of course, is taking this very seriously. It's not going to be any fun for him. He is he is determined to make his voice heard about this mower. Hank believes that his mower is, you know, an all-American engineering piece of uh, hot ass. He's like, this is this is it. This is sturdy. It's got a sturdy build. It's great. There's going to be there's no better 
lawnmower than my Mason 1500. He even says that the the lawnmowers of today are becoming like um, they're, they're basically becoming emasculated. <laughs> They're one step away from becoming a powder room, is what he says. <sighs> just, just bananas. Shortly thereafter, Hank turns his attention to Thanksgiving dinner. He says that he's thankful that his mother, Tilly, uh, is able to join this year because of the family rotation. You know, Cotton was last year, and now it's Tilly. And he says, I'm so thankful for her being here. She eats the dark meat. She doesn't complain. And as he's in the middle of this... Cotton rolls up in his caddy. Cotton and Dee Dee come by and Hank says, you know, he reminds Cotton that according to the holiday rotation schedule, it's Tilly's turn to spend Thanksgiving with the family. Cotton promises. He's like, I don't want to make a fuss or, you know, well, I don't want there to be any issues. So he says that Tilly can like, I don't know, eat outside or something. Mm. He's so mean to Tilly. Just right off the bat. on on another level he's uh, so angry at her so inappropriate so mean and it's in front of so many people like yeah just complete disrespect i bet i bet somewhere deep down inside she reminds him of his mother and i bet he mm. hates his mother or something mm. cuz he, he she says nothing to him she doesn't she doesn't do anything to provoke him and he goes out of his way to just insult, insult, insult her, embarrass mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. He's so angry at her. Yeah, nine pretty darn angry men. I think we're just talking about one here. He's the angriest one of all. One pretty darn bitter man. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. <clears throat> They're at they're at their dinner, that their Thanksgiving dinner, and Cotton is just railing on Tilly the whole time, and Hank is not sticking up for her. He's but you know, when you're around your parents, you turn back into a little child sometimes. And that's basically what's happening with Hank. He doesn't he probably in an effort to stop things from getting worse, he just kind of ignores it, right? Thinking that he'll stop, but that never happens with Cotton. He just keeps but on also, going. He- even though you're an adult, you've had uh, 40 plus years of being in a certain type of dynamic with these people. Mm-hmm. And it that's not going to just stop because you're an adult, you know? Right, of course. And, you know, we see later Hank stands up to Cotton and Cotton is just like, uh-uh, I'll tell you when you've had enough. And I'm sure that he heard that his whole life. And that's, you know, something that he's very used to being shut down constantly. All right. Anywho, Peggy's also, you know, she she's already told Hank that, listen, I want we got to be up at 4 a.m. We got a two hour drive to the mall. Oh, my God. Y'all remember malls? Gross. So they have to drive two hours to go to a mall for Black Friday because it's the day after Thanksgiving, which is just honestly one of the I, I have never, ever done Black Friday unless I've worked it. I've worked it so much that I was like, I will never in my life participate in black friday no i i've uh done cyber monday i don't have to leave my house i would never do a black friday right or small business saturday yeah yeah uh, no i will never participate in black friday i don't give a fuck how cheap that gigantic tv is i don't care i don't want it Mm -mm. anyway but peggy's into it she's like we're gonna get some hot deals we're gonna get so much stuff 
So she says, you know, we got to be up at 4 a.m. <clears throat> when the time oh, arrives, oh. I know. When the time arrives, Cotton, uh, Dee Dee, and Tilly, they all accompanied the Hills to the mall. Uh, while they're at the mall, the rubber sole on Peggy's shoe comes loose. And <laughs> she goes up to the guy and she's like, can you uh, re-glue a lady's loafer? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, sure. Good God. This is not a lady's loafer. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how long to repair a lady's loafer? And he was like, about five minutes. And then he looks at it and he's like, this is not a lady's loafer. And she's like, it's unisex. She's and like, he was just goes, like, this is going to take considerably longer. I know. And she goes, it's a uni loafer. <laughs> Why would it take that much longer? Just put your shoe goo on it and wait 10 <laughs> minutes and get on with your day oh god uh, so peggy's uh sitting around waiting for this to be her her morning's already ruined because she's like i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get my shit popping i'm gonna buy so many hot deals i'm gonna get on them but her shoes all fucked up so she has to wait meanwhile hank and his friends they uh make their way to the conference room and they are greeted by Jonathan Burroughs, the group moderator. To Hank's disappointment, he finds out from Dale and Bill, the two biggest blabbermouths there are, they told Cotton about the focus group. So poor Hank, he tries to shut the door, but right in the nick of time, Cotton just wedges his stupid way in. So as the focus group gets underway, uh, Burroughs pulls the tarp off of the new lawnmower. It's the Mason 2500. Ooh. It resembles like a futuristic concept car. It's like the Tesla of mowers. And Hank Ooh. is disgusted. Immediately mm. disgusted in it. Everybody else is like, ooh, look at that. That's fancy. It's got all of these different options. You know, Hank's like... Oh, this is a yuppified new fancy machine. It's my worst nightmare come true. But the other members, everybody in the group are just like, ooh, look at the, all these options. There's an electric seat warmer and a cup holder. And an, a rear a rear bag. Yeah, like a rear bag and zero gravity turning, something like that. And it's all these fancy words and everybody's all like super impressed by it, except for Hank. He's just like, no. At this point, Hank has used the mower as a metaphor for his mom. The mower so, is his mom, yeah. The mower is his mom. He's defending this mower with the passion, or he's defending his Mason 1500 with the passion and, you know, fervor that he should when he's defending, he should be using to defend Tilly against Cotton's many, many, many insults. That's a good point. He doesn't, he's not quite ready yet to stand up to his father mm -hmm. and defend his mother. So it, it is kind of like he's projecting everything he wants to say, every everything he wants to say to defend his mother, he's projecting onto this mower. Everyone's just like, oh, like, look at this great new mower. And he's just like, the mm -hmm. old one is great too. <laughs> right. And so, you know, and everybody sees it. Like even Cotton is just like... <laughs> 
you're you're talking about this mower as if it's your mom. Khan's like, you're confusing the motor, like the mower with your mom. We like, come on. He's like, I have daddy issues too, but I like the mower. <laughs> Such a great line from Khan. <laughs> um, anyway, Hank, everybody's immediately swayed by it. And he's like, no, fuck this. We still have time left. And I'm going to put my 50 bucks up that I will be able to change everybody's mind in here. And remind them all of what an amazing mower the mason 1500 is in the meanwhile peggy has fallen asleep (laughs) she's fallen asleep because they had to get up at 4 a.m or even earlier i guess like so they could leave at 4 a.m to get to the mall so she's passed out while she was waiting for her shoe to get fixed the the shoe cobbler the shoemaker uh slides her uni loafer back onto her foot doesn't wake her up not like hey lady Get out of my fucking chair. <laughs> Your shoe's done. Pay me the $5 for the glue. Yeah, why anyway. would he want her to keep sleep? Doesn't he want his money? He's being she can't very pay him kind. If, he's a, if she's asleep. <laughs> yeah, he's being very kind. He's like, you know what? She seems sleepy. I'm going to let she's her tired. I'm gonna let her take a nap. She's tired. Shh, everybody, shh. I'm lonely <laughs> in this shoe shop. <laughs> Ugh. Peggy's passed out. Uh, Bobby and Luann uh, are at the ice skating rink. And Bobby, so good. He is the bait for Luann to find some hot, hot men. Because according to Luann, men love single moms. <laughs> They're at the skating rink and Luann feels a little, she's a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do this. And Bobby says, Luann, Buckley isn't getting any debtor. Like, come on, oh. let's get out there. Which is such a rough line. And she falls over and she just has like a little breakdown because the song that's playing was her and Buckley's song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, it's a great song. It's perfect. It's really perfect if you think about it. I know. Da, 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 da. Hey. So Bobby's kind of giving her a pep talk and finally she gets up. She starts ice skating around. We go back to the focus group and Hank is in the midst of defending his mower slash mom. And he starts with Lane Prattley. He's a car dealer. He's a swindler, right? And he's already said, like, I know what it's like to uh, add all these extra features that really don't mean shit but it just bumps up my commission on a car. So he says, you're going to be paying the markup on all these fancy additions, right? And Lane Prattley, he's like, oh, you're right. Fuck this mower. He then turns to Boomhauer and he's like, how do you, where do you keep your, your beer when you're riding on your mower? And he's like, dang, all right between my legs, pressed mm-hmm. up against his sizable package, I assume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Hank's like, oh, so, but you like the seat warmer, right? Well, what's going to happen to your beer with that seat warmer? Your beer is going to get hot and steamy. And Boomhauer's like, oh, hell no, I'm not Euro trash. I changed my vote. Mm-hmm. Two down. Two down. We've got, I don't know, what is that? Six to go. <laughs> I think. I don't know if that's right. Seven. But no, Hank is one. right because Hank is already right, 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 right. The paranoid Dale also changes his vote when he realizes that corporate executives are observing the group from behind a one-way mirror. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant move on Hank's part. Oh, and he does a classic Dale scream, just like yeah. 
And he like he just like curls down into a chair and in like a fetal <laughs> position. He's so freaked out when he realizes there are people observing him and his thoughts and taking notes. <laughs> I know in the in the the focus group leader, he says, Oh, they're just here to uh learn your every thought and feeling and write it all down and get to know you really personally. Yeah. <laughs> like the worst thing you could say to Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dale changes his vote. Con looks like he's just like, man. Fuck you, Hank. Everybody's kind of drunk at this point, too. They've all been drinking Alamo. And Khan's just like, he sings, he's singing a song. He's spinning around in his chair. And he's like, you're not going to get me, Hank. All of a sudden, he falls out of his chair. Everybody laughs. And Hank's like, that's it. The zero turning radius or whatever it was called. So he asks the pastor, priest. I don't know what he is. Preacher. Hubert. Preacher. Yeah. He tells He's like, get on that mower. Execute a 180 turn. And then engage the zero turning radius. As he does that, the mower just like spins out just like Khan's chair, freaking out. This mower is losing its mind. Yeah, what is it? It's like too light, but there's too sharp a turn and it just kind of flips over or something. Yeah, it's just like a quick spin and then boom, smashes into the wall. And Khan's like, oh my God, that could have been me. I'm out. And I assume the preacher was out the whole time anyway. He doesn't really seem to give a shit. I think he just needed the $50. (laughs) He's coping with um, a lot of trauma from drowning that baby. (laughs) Some pretty heavy trauma. And maybe even a court battle. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Bill, the whole time, he's, you know, Hank has told him, "You, you let me speak for you. I'll tell you what you like. And Bill even takes a stand. He's like, no, I want to, I like this mower and I like the cup holder and blah, blah, blah. But after this crash, the cup holder smashes. And Bill (gasps) realizes the one thing Bill wanted, of course it's broken because Bill is broken. (laughs) He is a cup holder. He is the cup holder of that piece of shit mower. (laughs) And Bill just, no, my cup holder. And he runs to grab it. He cradles it in his hands. And he's like, God, Hank, now I know why you always speak for me. You're always right. Bill has also changed his vote. Mm -hmm. The last holdout is Cotton. Hank's not going to get him is what he's saying. He's like, you're not going to get me. But unbeknownst to all of them... Tilly and Dee Dee have walked into the room where the two-way mirror is at, thinking that it was a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And right at that moment, Cotton starts talking mad shit about Tilly again. And finally, Hank is just like, no, I've had enough. He's like, my mower's not too old and neither was my mom. He's like, you know, she was a good woman. You're a bitter old angry man and you're not going to talk about her or my mower that way. Otherwise, you can get the fuck out of my life until he sees this whole thing. She's like, well, finally, Hank has stood, stood up for me. And I'm sure Hank feels good. He finally stood up to Cotton. Cotton, of course, he, he realizes like, oh, shit, Hank said something <laughs> pretty valid. But then he goes back to defensive mode and he's like, get get out of my way. I'm leaving. So Ugh. he never converts Cotton, but he does get the last word. Fucking Cotton. Fucking if Cotton. If he sees someone being a doormat, he will just walk all over you until you just bunch up just a bit and then he'll leave you alone. Exactly. It's the worst type of person. It's like, oh, you're already down and out. I'm going to walk all over you. Perfect for me. Time to wipe my muddy shoes off all over your face. Ugh, idiot. So, Cotton leaves. Afterwards, Hank walks out, he runs into Tilly, and he's like, oh, you know, the focus group didn't go as well as I thought it would, and now I gotta do all my shopping, and what do you want? And she's like, she's like, you know what? I already got everything that I need. No worries. 
then we end the episode where fucking Hank just straight up leaves Peggy <laughs> in the shoe store. She's still asleep. That woman needed a nap for sure. Mm-hmm. She spent the whole day sleeping. And even Hank, I'm just like, Hank, how could you possibly think that Peggy would catch a ride with Cotton literally ever? I think she would walk rather than ride with Cotton. Absolutely. <laughs> I know I would. So poor Peggy is left in the fucking mall two hours away from her home. <laughs> She's going to wake up at like 3 a.m. Confused, disoriented, behind a cage, <laughs> a ca- <laughs> like one of the gates. Where am I? <laughs> and then they drive away back home and Peggy's gone. Peggy's left behind. And that's the episode. Yay! Oh. Holy well shit. That was, that was a tough one. You did great. Thanks, but I am exhausted, and I gotta take a tinkle. Ooh, another tinky. <laughs> Nothing hits the spot like a hunk of cheese. I know. Mm. All right. All right, Jackie. Favorite quotes, moments, thoughts, feelings, beliefs. Oh, such a good episode. First of all, right off the bat, uh, classic quote by Peggy. The day after Thanksgiving, in my opinion, is the busiest shopping day of the year. <laughs> Classic quote, in my opinion. Yep, hold on one second. Yeah, very, very much classic peg, presenting a very well-known fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as her own very astute observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, another note I made was just... Um, I was struck by how well-dressed all the guys were to go to this focus group. And I was especially struck by Boomhauer's outfit. He was wearing a very cool blue blazer. What's your damage? That was my trivia question. What was the color of his blazer? Because he looked so hot. Oh, of course I noticed it was a gorgeous blue, like maybe even a periwinkle. And I was just thinking, I mean, it was a a fitted blazer. The sleeves rolled up, so very cool. I know. And I was just thinking, I'd love to see an Instagram or a website that's just devoted to Boomhauer outfits. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? So fabulous it would probably only be like 10 outfits in total but i would i would love it 10 you think there there must be so many 13 seasons there must be so many but he wears the black shirt and jeans so so often yeah and that's why it's like striking when they're wearing something else because it's like Mm. oh they're not in their usual you know jeans and t-shirt but i know i loved all of their outfits i even loved bill bill looked good he had that little hat on and the green tie and hank looked very handsome he looked like a lawyer which i'm assuming he would be very insulted if i said that to his face but But I know, yeah, I was struck by Boomhauer. That blue looked really nice with his blonde hair. He knows his colors. He knows how to dress. And you're so right, though, too, because I was struck by Peggy's outfit because it was different than normal. Mm -hmm. And she was, I mean, they really nailed her outfit in this episode. She was totally one of those people that (laughs) is not just doing their Black Friday shopping, but it's the day after Thanksgiving. So they're immediately in Christmas mode. So she's wearing a (laughs) red and white striped sweater that has a little candy cane on it, Mm -hmm. like embroidered on it. Um, So 
yeah, it was yeah. just a very Peggy outfit. Yeah, w- one of those people who immediately goes and gets a tree, and it's up the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and uh, I also love Peggy's little little <laughs> itty bitty lamp on her f- on her forehead. <laughs> I like that he, Hank even says that he, he references your teeny tiny lamp headlamp when she's in bed <laughs> clipping coupons i know and she poor peggy the fact that she passed out when she was so prepared she had a tiny headlamp she had an outfit she was clipping coupons she had a plan to mm-hmm. destroy that mall and get the best deals and then she fucking passes out and i can't believe she took everyone with her i mean i would definitely leave Luann and Ba, all they're doing is going ice skating at four in the morning or six in the morning. Why would you just stay home? And why would you take cotton of and Didi? Why? Just go a by yourself. Woman? You're bringing yeah. a pregnant woman yeah. to a 4 a.m. wake up call to get to a mall. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, you know, this was back in the 90s and malls were all the rage. I think everybody wanted to go to the mall all the time. Right. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like now where I would rather do literally anything else than go to the mall. I have to say malls are a little bit, not all of them, but uh, there's a mall near me and it is so, I mean, like almost every other mall, it's completely dead, but Mm -hmm. it's a nice place to just go walk around that has air conditioning in the summer and (laughs) because nobody goes to malls anymore, it's completely dead. So it's like your own private air conditioned playground. But teenagers still go to the mall and like and like middle school teenagers like they're 13 and That's those the are thing. the most they're the most terrifying people on this planet. They're bad people, they're terrible people and you can't <laughs> go there on um uh, like a Friday evening cuz their parents drop them off around that time. Mm-hmm. You have to go on a weekday afternoon. It's it's wonderful. Right, right. right. Yeah, cuz like teenagers between like 13 and and 15 Uh, the worst age group they are absolutely awful every single one of them all of them i hate them i hated me at that age yeah and i understand that it's because all of them are in pain and they don't realize that they're in pain but they are and it makes them uh do and say really mean things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh but and they travel in packs but um, right. but still, that's the worst I'm part. It's the, it, they're in a pack. If they're on their own, I'm like, I could take you. But they're in a group, and then they'll all start making fun of you at once, and then you just won't know what to do, and then I'll cry. So, <laughs> you know what you have to do? You have to find the tallest one, walk right up to that person, and spit <laughs> in their face. <laughs> and then you earn the respect of the rest of them. That's that's true. That is true. <laughs> it's the only way to deal with middle schoolers. Trust me. I work Have with children. Have you ever children. spit in someone's face? No. 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 I have. <laughs> you have? Yeah. What is really bad. And I was in middle school. <gasps> Tell mm-hmm. me everything. We, I got into a fight with some girl and I was and I was yelling at her. And I must have like, you know, because I'm very passionate when I yell and I guess some spittle came out, you know, and like hit her in the face. She's like, don't spit on me. So I fucking hawked a lug in her face. What did she do? (laughs) She was absolutely completely shocked. Like didn't know what to do. 
Did you cry? You know, I no, I just I just like turned around and left because oh, I was like, okay. I'm definitely going to get expelled for this, <laughs> which I did it. I didn't I didn't get in any trouble. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, it was it was <laughs> I can't believe it. that was the first and last time I've ever done that. I've never had the urge to do it. I've never been like, I want to spit in your face. I've never had that urge. But when she said that to me, like, don't spit on me. And I was just like, <laughs> it was disgusting. It was such a shitty thing to do. I'm taking all of this out because I don't want people to know that I was that awful. Listen, I can tell you, I can tell you an awful story to balance it out if you want. Right. Yeah, please do. I don't think I've told this story before, but um, I'm not a very confrontational person. And I, um, if confrontation does arise, I usually immediately cry or get shaky voice. So I just can't, I really right. can't handle it. Um, I've only punched one person in the face in my entire life. Wow. And it just so happened that she had cancer. <laughs> right no of course i didn't i okay again i am not laughing because she has cancer i'm laughing because you fucking punched someone with cancer what are the what are the odds what are the odds the one person you punched in the face it was middle school and it was this girl at my bus stop and there were a lot of kids at our bus stop and um there was this other girl who was a little bit nerdy really shy just uh, hair, kind of, like greasy hair in her face, kind of girl, mm-hmm. and she really yeah. liked anime and Sailor Moon. But she was she was nerdy, but she was nice. And this other girl was so mean to her all the time. Mm. And I ended up making friends with the nerdy girl, just like don't worry about her. And then the mean girl started being really mean to me. And every day we would come to the bus stop, and she would just say like really mean like she would just like say really mean slurs and Mm. and just she was a bully that's all yeah yeah and finally one day i was just like i i I don't know what i said but i finally stood up to her and i was just like you can't say that blah 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 and i went and like punched her in the face and (laughs) at the time i was struck by how noodly my arm was i was like (laughs) oh my oh my god i'm so i've never punched someone before but now that i have i realize how weak i am and this girl laughed at me after I did it yeah and I was so freaked out that I punched someone that after I came the day went by I came home and I got home and walked in the door and immediately told my mom I punched someone (laughs) and she told on me to the school (gasps) yeah and no, but but she like, you know, she she explained the whole thing, but she also, you know, told them that I was being bullied and all that stuff. Um, and basically what ended up came, coming from it was that the whoever she talked to at the school was just like, well, it sounds like your daughter was being bullied, but it turns out this girl has <laughs> leukemia. So. We're no, just gonna kind of leukemia, whatever. We're just gonna kind of drop the <laughs> leukemia, whatever. I know. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so they were just like, we're just gonna drop the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god! I can't 
crushed on you. Uh, she's an honest, honest person. She no. she's always she's always said, like, I love you, but if you commit a crime, I will turn you in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not my parents. My, I respect my it. Dad, I respect it. My dad would hide the body with me. He would be like, <laughs> what do we gotta do here? <laughs> he would have no problem being like, we gotta chop him up. What are you talking about? Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> Looks like we're taking a trip out to the middle of the ocean. Let's yeah, go. I guess, oh, great, Amy. I guess I have to, have to yeah. fucking get my boat out. I hate that thing. <laughs> You're paying for the gas. You're paying for the gas, okay? In cash, obviously. God. So we all have stories from middle school we're not proud of. Okay, but you, like, <laughs> you didn't have someone with leukemia. <laughs> So one person, what are the odds? The one person you ever punch and they happen to have cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never punched anyone since then? Um, no. I've been punched another time by a good friend. By several good you, friends, actually. And you didn't punch them back? Um, no. I just cried. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, fuck them. How dare they? Who are they? I'll go fight no, them. We're, I'll fight we're them all for good you. Friends now. I'm gonna fight them for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was all in middle school. It was just all middle school yeah. stuff. Yeah, just you're, where, you're just so you're, angry. You're old enough to like your hormone old enough and hormonal hormonal enough to like be mad and and you think you're mature enough to be like you're a bitch, and then <laughs> but like you're young enough that by the end of the day you're like, all right, let's just be friends again. <laughs> yeah exactly like there's no there's almost no consequences like yeah. you got punched but like let's get over it because you're like my best friend <laughs> yeah i'll see you at home later okay yeah right, okay <laughs> do you want to come over this weekend <laughs> yeah exactly what an awful awful time okay wow mm -hmm. way off topic here we go all right so what what else you got for me jack i love the part uh during the focus group when what what's the guy that's leading the group? What's his name again? Ooh, hold on. Let me scroll, 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 scroll. It is. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. No, no, it, oh, it's Jonathan Burroughs. <laughs> okay, John, Jonathan. Uh, it, it's basically the, I guess, maybe the end of the focus group. And Jonathan is like, all right, all those in favor of the new mower. And... Everyone raises their hand except for Hank and except for Bill. And mm -hmm. Hank kind of looks at Bill and he's just like, all right, my friend is on my side. Thank God. And Bill smiles at him and then his smile drops and he's just like, wait, are we voting for Hank's mom or for the mower? And Jonathan's <laughs> like, the mower. And then Bill's like, oh, and then he raises his hand immediately. <laughs> but then I'm just like, so are you anti Hank's mom then? No, no, I think he was, like, saying that he was in favor of Hank's mom, and that's why he didn't, like, because, like, the newer, he was, so the 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 focus group guy was like, all right, who's in favor of the newer model? And they all raised their hands, so I think, like, he was thinking, no, I like Hank's mom, you know? Oh, not, okay. Not the Dee Dee version, not the okay. newer version. <laughs> That's why they're all like mm, smiling at each other. He's like, I got your back ache. And he's like, oh, wait, no, Aww. never mind. I don't. That makes me feel better. <laughs> and then um, I like the part where it gets to the towards the end when Hank is like, there's just cotton left. And Hank has turned everyone except cotton. 
and Cotton turns to the preacher and he's like, this preacher has dropped so many hints about how he used to be a preacher. He's not anymore. And he'll just Mm -hmm. say random things about accidentally drowning a baby during a baptism and all this stuff. So it's the end of this focus group and Cotton's the only one that hasn't been turned in. He turns to the preacher and he says, preacher, if you're still in the baptizing business, I'd like you to drown my boy, Hank. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking mean. I love it. (laughs) If you're in the baptizing business, then go ahead and drown my child. (laughs) I got another one I want you to drown. (laughs) (laughs) And then a quote by the actual preacher, preacher Boyce Hubert. Uh, After the focus group, I think, ends... He says, I'm not sure if there is a God or a heaven, but one thing I can tell you is that your daddy's going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking right. He is right. (laughs) And then um, the last thing, the last note I made was that we have our, our first kind of glimpse at the ghost of Buckley. I did notice that as well. I thought, oh, there's another little bit of a... Psychotic break on the winds. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's a an act, the actual Buckley's ghost, but now that she's trying to move on, she's still dealing with this loss mm-hmm. and this breakup, and um, and we're starting to see little glimpses of him appear. So, I know. I, I noticed that too. I thought it was poignant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Amy? Some of your favorite oh, I've got parts. A, I got a few. I got a few. Mm-hmm. So, I love the Reverend. <laughs> so good. So, there's a part right in the very beginning when they're all going around telling like everybody their name and what they do or whatever. And uh, he, the, the Reverend goes, uh, Boris Hubert, minister, although I've lost my faith. Of course, I did find a pretty good parking space on my way in, but the Lord works in such mysterious ways. Who the hell knows? <laughs> Me because he got a good parking spot. He's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it is Jesus. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to think. What <laughs> killed me? Oh, um, let's see. And, and then again, I'm just going to keep going with that theme where Hank, he's going towards everybody. He's like, I'm going to change everyone. He gets to he gets to the minister and he goes, Reverend Hubert. And this is after they've all had beers. He goes, I didn't drown that boy. <laughs> <laughs> And Hank just, classic Hank just pause and stares, doesn't answer the, okay, anyway, I'm going to keep doing what I was doing. <laughs> that one kills me. Oh, um, All right, I got a few things. So, first of all, I also want to mention that Hank is missing out on the greatness of Celine Dion. If he won't watch Celine Dion, what a fool. Great point. What a fool. She's amazing. Uh, yes. In 1998, she is peak Celine Dion. Yeah, that was like, uh, my heart will go on, Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good Celine. So you're missing out, Hank. It's, uh, you know, shame on you. Shame on you. I made a note that I loved Boomhauer's rolled up jacket sleeves. Mm-hmm. And that I love bolo ties. <gasps> yes, several. Several yeah. bolo ties. We, we do. We do see some. So Hank is, uh, he's looking at all the features for the new mower and he goes, Tommy Hilfinger sports package. Hilfinger. <laughs> I, know, I love it. That 
what cracked me up. Oh, so good. Um, and then the 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 focus group leader he goes. So if I'm hearing you people correctly, this mower has surpassed your expectations and quite possibly your dreams. Yes. <laughs> and everyone was ready to be like, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and quite possibly your dreams. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I know. Am I hearing that you would sacrifice yourself for this mower? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I think I'm hearing that. Okay. <laughs> uh I love that Khan just straight up psychoanalyzes Hank. Mm. He's like, you're confusing the motor with your mom. And but like, it's fine. He's like, I got dad issues too, but I like the mower. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and Hank does impress me this episode. This whole time, he is just like nailing it. And he knows exactly what he's doing. He's an amazing, like, he's amazing at debating this. And like I said, he would be a great lawyer, but I know that he would be pissed if I said that. He zeroes in on everyone's... Mm-hmm. Not their weaknesses, but he just knows exactly how to speak to each person, which mm-hmm. that's the, a level of like insight that we don't really see with Hank. Like he he's insightful. He is. But for him to like hone in on each person, all eight of them, and be able to like well, okay, so he doesn't convince Cotton, but Cotton's a fucking asshole, so nobody's going to convince him. But he convinces the seven others pretty easily. He's like, he nails them. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's what makes him such a great salesman. Excellent point. Mm. Excellent point. Ding. Point for me. <laughs> All right, so I just got one more thing that I want to talk about. When Bobby... There's two Bobby. So I have two more things that I want to talk about. There's two Bobby parts that I just love. When uh, it's in the morning and Luann and Bobby are like, Luann's like, ooh, we're going to look for boys. And Bobby goes, I'm the bait. (laughs) (laughs) He's so ready. He's so ready to be the bait for Luann. (laughs) I'm the bait. I'm the bait. Mm. I'm I'm what guys want. <laughs> Even though he doesn't he doesn't realize how that sounds. He's just like I'm helping Luann out because they all want to pay attention to me. Aww. <laughs> I love Bobby so much. He's and being then, so supportive of Luann. He is. He's he's such a good boy. And then there's the scene where he's like like Luann's like eating shit constantly, trying to learn how to like, I don't know, ice skate. That's it. She's trying to ice skate. She's eating shit. And then Bobby like passes through the screen on one leg, very graceful, and he's like, wait till dad sees this. <laughs> As if Hank would be impressed and not horrified. <laughs> I know. Something I'm good at. I can't wait to show my dad. Right. Yeah, look, it's a sport. Technically, it's a sport. It's an Olympic sport. Technically, it is. (laughs) But in Hank's opinion, absolutely not. No. So those were a couple. Those were those were some of my faves. Do we do we have a do we have a listener comment song? You know what? We sure do. All right. Yes, we have. A listener comment song. Now, I don't know. This is a long one. This one's a little bit longer. So it looks a little bit different. Looks a little bit, a little bit different. But here we go. Okay. It is from Charlie W. And it, the subject says, play the gambler. <laughs> <laughs> and the body says, hi there. Love the pod. I heard some pretty fine listener compositions and wanted to contribute. Hope y'all use it understand if you don't i'll stop okay 
best Charlie. Charlie, we're playing this right now. Are Charlie, you ready? Stop and- it. Charlie, shut up. I'm playing it. All right. <laughs> so the title of it is Ho Yeah EDM. Ooh. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. I just took like two double hits of Molly. I'm going to dance to that on repeat. Um, Repeat. How long was that? That was just under a minute, but it felt like two seconds. seconds. I feel like it could have lasted an eternity and it wouldn't have been enough. Charlie, more from you, please. Charlie. That was incredible. Oh my God. (laughs) That was so awesome. The yelling scared me a little bit, but, but otherwise everything was amazing. I was no, very into it. Thank you. That was awesome. All right. Damn, that was good. That, am- that amazing. That? I know. Can you believe? Well, thank you, Charlie. That was great. Oh. Uh, send in your own listener comments to hello at Hoya Pod, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably not going to be as good as Charlie's. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm she, you're, you'll be like one of those moms will be like, mom, look, I got an A. Mm, not an A plus. But, mm. you know, good, good job. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, but right off the bat, Nasty Cat. <gasps> Nasty Cat's back? <gasps> Nasty Cat says, this gives me, gives epic, me epic pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> Nasty <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Nasty Cat. <laughs> This is our third time with Nasty Cat. So nasty. So naughty and nasty. Nasty Cat. Oh, I love my nasty kitty cat. All right. I love, I officially love Nasty Cat. (laughs) Guess what? We're following you. Yay. So, uh, of course, right off the bat, a lot of people uh, submitted. Pump Jockey works for tips. (laughs) So we've got Archon underscore Clayton. And some tribe also mentioned that. Some tribe also said, also 12 Angry Men is an amazing film, real fave of mine. Uh, Bender's Redemption submitted that. Righteous Dude Here, Right Dude Here, he runs a gas station. And uh, <laughs> saw at least one other. SM underscore Cusack, Pump Jockey. Dad, I'm not a pump jock. Works for tips. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, okay, so... Nomio Mio is what I think is your name. You yelled Rusty Shackleford, which, yes, this is our, and, and Neat Lizard also says the debut of Rusty Shackleford, which is 
I did men- make note of that. However, Nomio Mio also says, please, can I also confess to you both that I have a long-standing crush on Hank? <laughs> you know, I get it. There's times where I'm like, you know, Hank, I'd let you hit it. We would, we would bang. And maybe it's because he's a stable person. <laughs> oh. And devoted. That's- that, that, I could definitely see that as being a massive turn on. That's true. You know, I get it. I get it. Aww. And you could have all the unprotected sex you want with him. Oh my God. Raw dog through the day and night. Perfect. He's not going to give you, he's not going to give you anything. And he's certainly not going to get you pregnant. Exactly. My biggest fear, getting pregnant, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right on. Although, again, you would only really be able to do three positions with him. So, mm. but all unsheathed pounding mm-hmm. with those three positions. So, yeah. Guilt free. I Guilt free. I get it. I get it. I would. I Yeah. I get your crush on Hank. He doesn't get very much love in that way. So, right on. Oh, uh, Seth Scobes also says, works for tips. <laughs> Reiki Rose says, uh, my cup holder. <laughs> Thunder Muffin says, this episode is so good. Pure Hank. Every character is great. And you're right. It's really top tier Hank. Thunder Muffin also says, I didn't drown that boy. <laughs> Matt Man 06 I can put you behind the wheel of a brand new, pre-owned Sonata. <laughs> Don't call me Caitlin S. Do guys love single moms? I was wondering that myself. Yeah, I mean, do you? Is that a thing? Let us know. Let us know. Pastel Zom says, I love the jaded priest, but who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> also, cross drink while mowing. <laughs> She's the manin says falling asleep at a shoe store is relatable AF. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> Please tell us the story about you falling asleep, asleep at a shoe yeah. store. <laughs> Why did you fall asleep at a shoe store? <laughs> I guess it's quiet. No one goes into those anymore. And uh, they have that nice new shoe smell, maybe. Hmm. I, gu- I guess. Hmm. Martin of the Waking Universe also says, imagine yourself behind the wheel of a brand new pre-owned Sonata. (laughs) The real Neil says, you got a fat neck, boy. (laughs) NN.Michelle just says, I hate cotton. Laugh my ass off. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, though, I want to know about more people who have a crush on Hank. Please tell us. You can be anonymous. Send us an email. Hello at hoyapod.com. Yeah. What what it what about Hank? Yeah, what what is it about him? Does he mm. re- represent a father figure in your life, or is it a domination thing? Could you dominate him? Great question. Is it a safety thing, know. a stability thing? I think it's a safety. I think it's safety, stability, hard worker, kind in general. He's a kind person. St- safety and stability sounds boring, but there's a lot of Mm-mm. freedom that comes with that, especially someone like Hank. I mean. You know he's never going to leave you. You know he's never going to mm-hmm. cheat on you. Mm-hmm. And you know he's never going to get you pregnant. So you can just kind of do whatever you want. That sounds amazing. There, I'm telling you, there's a freedom in that. At 32 years old, I'm like, that sounds fucking incredible. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I don't have a crush on Boomhauer. That's for damn sure. That guy can get fucked. But no, no, no. Somebody like Hank? Yeah, I'm coming around. I'm coming around. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing it. Fish approved. Another great episode with Cotton Hill when he asked the priest to drown Hank. I did find that funny. <laughs> that is really good. And then one more by Derek.Kelly28. Peggy's dig at how awful the Dallas Mavericks were at the time is pretty funny. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I have no idea. I bet it was, I bet it's probably good. But, but other people that know about that stuff will probably have a good laugh at that. <laughs> yes. I'm and glad, I have one I'm glad more. you said something because we wouldn't have known. No, never, never. Uh, I have one more, and it's from Crimes Universe, and it's from Bill. He says, oh, Hank, I will never be sick of you, not even when we're sharing a cloud in heaven. No. Oh, yes. God, Bill, you Bill. are just so desperate. So lonely. <laughs> so desperate and pathetic. <laughs> he, belie- he believes I'm going to be with Hank yeah. forever, for eternity. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't believe we heard from Nasty Cat again. That's crazy. Is this a bot or what? Yeah, it, I I think so, but what a blessed bot to for th- for that to be. Nasty Cat, if you're real, send us a message. It, we would but, love for you to be on our show. Oh my god. Yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> oh, Nasty Cat. Oh. All right. Nope. Listener comments. Done. Jackie. Trivia. Trivia. You ready? Yeah. Oh, are you? You How seem many- so sure. Yeah. How many <laughs> questions do you have? One. Because mm. you ruined the other one. Yeah, well, you ruined one of mine. So I have Good. one. Good. You go first. All right, fine. <laughs> How many bolo ties are worn in this episode? Ooh, Three. Two. <laughs> ah! I only saw two, but I tried to overcompensate. <laughs> First rule of Price is Right. Don't go over. Oh. That was a good one. All right, Amy. Yes. How tall is Bill? Five foot eight. No. <laughs> no! How tall is he? <laughs> oh, Amy. Five ten. You sad Sad poor baby. No. <laughs> Five nine. <laughs> no, Amy. Well, what the fuck height could he? What? How tall is Bill? I'll be happy to tell you. Bill is five foot eight and three quarters. Oh my god, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ending this. I'm deleting our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would. He would include the extra three quarters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were so close, though, so that was pretty good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> all right, Amy, anything else? Uh, no, I have nothing else. I've given you all I can. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm done. <laughs> all right, everyone, follow us on Instagram. Most important thing, best thing you could do ever, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yes, yes. Five stars. It It's the best thing you could do of anything you're doing right now in your life. It's the best thing you could do. <laughs> right. And if you are, even if it's five stars, even if, even if you are 
leaving a message about how disgusting I am. If you put five stars, it doesn't. It's beautiful. It's perfect. We're hearing you, and the five stars amplifies your voice, so it benefits both of us. Yes, absolutely. So please do that and uh, follow our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Leave us voicemails. Mm-hmm. Our numbers on our it's Funk Three Zero Firm. The numbers mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, and email us anytime. Message us or send us listener songs. I mean, God, that one from Char- that EDM song from Charlie was incredible. I know. So please just contact us. Say anything you want. We're happy to hear from you. Thank you <laughs> yes. for listening. And until next time. <gasps> via via Condios. Ooh, we nailed that one. Hold on. Wait, 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 Louder. I can't, I, I'll, I'll download it. <laughs> mm. Mm. This is so long. Mm. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> is this just somebody <laughs> doing it on their own? It's our song, Amy. This is our song. <laughs> this is so long. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here we go. Hey. 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 Oh. All right. I'm stopping this.